What is going on, beautiful people? I hope you are having a fantastic day. Welcome back to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. As always, I'm grateful for you. I'm pumped that you're here. And the fact that you spend your time listening to me rant and rave is unbelievably amazing to me. And I, I couldn't be more grateful for it. Secondarily, this podcast is sponsored by a brand new product that I have just released to the market. It's called Elite Collagen. If you're not taking a collagen product, then you just don't care about your healthy skin, your healthy hair, your healthy nails, your joints, your cardiovascular health, just your overall body wellness. Collagen is an amazing product that is going to help with everything. And listen, I mean, you're exposed to a lot of elements. Why not internally fortify your system with a beautiful collagen? But here's the situation. Some of you guys would know, hey, bud, I'm already taking a college. Appreciate you. Got gotcha. you. I got bad news. The problem is this. Most collagen powders are just that. They're powdered collagens, and they're made from bovine, which is cows, or porcine, which is pig's skin. Have you ever seen a cow's skin or a pig's skin? Some of them are plant-derived. We won't even get into those. The collagen, it's not even really a collagen product. It's a, a makeup of stuff that tries to become collagen. But if you're taking a collagen powder, one of those big hefty collagen, gross, chalky, whatever it is, just know that it's coming from skin of cows and pigs. And of course, they wash them. But if you've ever been at a pig farm or a cow farm, not the most savory of things. My collagen is a marine-based collagen. And here's the big thing. Forget all the other shit I've already said. Here's the differentiation between mine and the one you're already taking. Mine is half a tablespoon every day. It's a delicious chocolate mint flavor. And here's, here's the big stuff. Here's the, here's the real deal. Here's what nobody's telling you. The powdered collagens get broken down inside of the gastrointestinal stomach, inside of the stomach. That's not where collagen gets absorbed. Collagen actually gets absorbed and has a higher efficacious benefit if it's absorbed in the small intestine. Well, see, mine passes through the stomach based on a beautiful collection of, of polymers and a collection of these peptides. If you heard that, that's just Rudy taking a sneeze. He likes to be introduced in some of these podcasts, and I didn't give him a proper shout out. But my collagen actually passes through the stomach and gets digested inside of the small intestine, which is where all the magic happens. Your powder product's not even making it there. So you're getting very minimal, if any, efficacious um, effects from drinking that chalky, gross-tasting powder product. So if you're interested, just go to thriveforeverfit.com. Go to my store. You'll see Elite Collagen on there. You can pop me a note. I'll give you all the details. It is unbelievably amazing. I've been taking it for a while um, because I've been testing it and, and creating it and everything. Guys, it is revolutionary and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for you to try it. Elite Collagen. Go grab yourself some today. Take care of your skin. Well, 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 we are going to be in for a treat today because I am in a mood. Not a horrible mood, but just one of those moods where I'm probably going to get a little ranty and might even get a little wild, but I feel like it has to be done and has to be said, and we're going to say it because that's what we do here at the Thrive Forever Fit Show. We're all about transparency, honesty, giving you the truth about anything and everything health and wellness and abundance related. And here's what happened. Last week, if you've listened to the podcast, I had a 
physician slash business guy on who was slotted and slated to turn, I mean, to talk about fasting and all of the benefits and all of the magic and all of the, the things and that you get from the process of fasting. As you guys know, I am a 10-year intermittent faster. But what it really turned into, after I listened back to the podcast, in the time of the show, you'll hear me, I, I kept asking questions about you know, women and intermittent fasting, you know, what were the age ranges of the intermittent fasting or the fasting type protocols that you guys have studied? And it really, and listening back was really just kind of a pitch fest. It was more about him talking about his product that he has created and was trying to sell. And I respect that. I mean, I honestly do. Like, I'm a business owner, I own a supplement company, I own a gym, I own a coaching business. If anybody understands like selling and, and talking about your services, it's me. I'm 100% I'm down and deep in the streets with that. But in listening back, every question that I ask related to pretty much anything intermittent fasting kind of circled back to the product that he was there to promote and nothing greater than or in expansiveness of that. And so it got me thinking, hey, listen, Here's what needs to happen. Here's what I'm going to do because you guys deserve to hear some just actual factual truths. And so today, I'm not going to sell you anything. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to tell you about my lifestyle plan, like how I live my life. And if you notice the title of the podcast in the, 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 the um, you know, on Apple or on YouTube or in one of the memes or one of the posts that we put on social media, you know, it's fasted keno carn fasted keto carnivore who also loves cocktails. And that's just the truth. Like that's my lifestyle. I am a 10 year intermittent faster. So my fasting window is in between 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of eating. Usually my eating window is actually smaller than that. I'm usually closer to an 18 six, right? Like fast for 18 hours and I eat for six hours. And I'm going to tell you why I do that. I'm going to tell you how successful that has been for me and how it's changed my life, right? The reason I do what I do, the reason I have my fitness studio is because I've been lifting weights and working out since I was in the sixth grade. The sixth grade, guys, I'm going to be 48 years old in October. I've been doing this stuff since I was in the sixth grade. Fitness and, and nutrition and all of those things. At one point in my life, I would have been considered obese. I'll get to that in a little bit as well. I'm now not obese. I'm going to get to my, my actual statistical numbers that are going to blow you away whenever you hear the data that I'm going to support. And I've got the, the in-body test right here to support it with. If you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing me hold up my in-body. So it's not just BS. It's not just me guessing. And so what I need to do is I need to tell you how I've gotten to where I got to, right? Because it's not... It's, it's not marketing. It's not sale. Like intermittent fasting is not a diet. Intermittent fasting is just simply a way of life. It's a, it's a controlled mechanism and manner of eating that has helped thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people, hundreds and hundreds of those being my clients, lose weight and keep weight off long-term. Now I add in there the keto carnivore, right? I am not really a proponent of the ketogenic diet. So the reason I put the keto part in there for me is because my fuel source that works the best for my body 
And that what I have found to work the best for most of my clients' bodies is fat, right? You've got two fuel source options. You've got fat and you've got carbohydrates. Those are your two fuel sources. That's it, right? And so you have to pick one. Most people try to pick both. And that creates a whole conundrum of issues. It's kind of like if you pulled your car up to the gas station and you filled it halfway up with regular gas and you filled the other half up with diesel, guess what you're going to have? You're going to have a confused car. More than that, you're going to have a broken down car. And that's where most of our bodies are because we're, we're compounding two fuel sources. And then we expect our body to be able to use both of those fuel sources at the same time, which is actually factually impossible to do. And so what I've chosen for my lifestyle is fat as my fuel source, because it's a cleaner burning fuel source than carbohydrates. I feel better. I look better. I think better. I sleep better. I recover better. My stomach doesn't bother me. I have no GI issues. Like I just said, my cognitive functioning of my brain is 10 times better. And here's the kicker for me and why I've been intermittent fasting for 10 years my inflammation and pain are at an all-time low. For the last 10, 10 years, I've had very low inflammation and pain. And you're probably thinking, why do you have inflammation and pain, brother? I got diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis when I was probably around 13 years old because my hands started swelling and I started having pain. And from the time of 13 to probably 30-ish, I searched and struggled and tried and did anything and everything under the sun except for pharmaceutical drugs. I've never taken a pharmaceutical drug outside of an Advil for my inflammation or pain. I've always tried to combat it with my lifestyle. And it wasn't until I found intermittent fasting. Guys, the pain was so bad. And Lori can attest to this when I first met her. I would not be able to sleep at night because my thumbs, my hands would feel like somebody was beating them with a sledgehammer. And if you know anything about me, I have a high pain tolerance. I have a high pain threshold. When I was 16 years old, I got my right knee completely re reconstructed. ACL, cartilage, the whole nine yards. They came in and gave me one pain shot. They came back in later on to give me another one. And I said, absolutely not. You will never give me another one of those. I absolutely hated it. I would rather be in a little bit of pain than have a painkiller coursing through my body, making me feel all weird. So I have got an extremely high pain threshold and I've never taken anything more than an Advil. And so my search and my quest was necessary. I had to get this pain under control. And when I found intermittent fasting and when I figured out that carbohydrates were not my friend when it came to my inflammation, when it came to the way my body handled them, my life changed exponentially. I've been in very minimal pain and I have very few what I call outbreaks. And guess when I have an outbreak? Guess, when I'm a stooge, when I'm an idiot, when I eat sugar, when I eat high carbohydrate foods, guess what Jay's body does? Hello, we're gonna have an outbreak, man. My hands will swell, my feet will swell, my knees will swell. I will feel like I got hit by a bus. And it's my fault, right? So this is, let me get back to what I'm talking about. So I'm a fasted keto carnivore. So, the, so I'm not prescribing the ketogenic diet. I don't believe you should be eating 200 grams of fat every single day, right? I believe there's some principles of it that I like. There's some principles of it that I agree with, but I think people get confused in the marketing of it and they're not willing to create a 
a modified program of keto that will work for them. So I'm a fasted keto carnivore. So what does carnivore mean? It means I get most of my nutritional fuel and, and food sourcing from meats. I eat a lot of red meat and people are like, you can't eat a lot of red meat. Guys, if you look at my blood work, my cholesterol is that of a brand new baby. It's just beautiful, it's gorgeous. My markers, my blood, my cardiovascular markers, my metabolic markers, they're beautiful. I eat a lot of red meat, I, but here's what I do. I eat cleanly sourced, grass-fed, grass-finished beef from only certain places. I eat very high quality chicken when I can find it. I eat only um, ocean dwelling, not farm raised, wild caught fishes. Is fishes not even a word? I love saying fishes and shrimps. And I like adding S's to weird words that don't even really should have S's, but that's not for this podcast. That's all I eat. Like those are my, those are my sources. And people are like, well, you don't eat any veggies. I eat a ton of that and I eat a ton of avocado. Those are my primary nutritional sources. And some of you guys are flipping out right now. You're like, what? You only eat meat and avocado? For the most part, yes. That is 90% of my nutritional makeup. And then what about your fruits and veggies, Jay? The reason I don't eat fruits and veggies is this. And this is kind of a controversial topic in turn, but you can look it up. All fruits and veggies have things called defense chemicals in them. And the defense chemicals are necessary because if the fruits and veggies didn't have these defense chemicals, then they would be eradicated by bugs and funguses and parasites and you name it, and they wouldn't even exist. But they've got things like ligands and tannins and phiates and oxalates and a whole lot. There's a laundry list of them, okay? I can't list them all. And what those things do to Jay Nixon's gastrointestinal system is they create a disruption. Have you ever eaten a salad? and feel like somebody's punching you in the gut? Have you ever eaten veggies and feel like somebody was punching you in the gut? Guys, I used to be a, for I'd probably say for five to seven years, here was, here was my nutritional intake. I ate a bag of spinach, jalapenos, and chicken breast almost every night. I've gone through a Brussels sprout phase. I've, gone, I've eaten more broccoli and cauliflower and asparagus than you can shake a stick at. And here's what I started noticing. When I ate those things, I felt like shit. I'm going to use Brussels sprouts as an example. I went on a Brussels sprout kick where I was loving them. And for a little while, it was okay. And then I got to a point where I would eat a Brussels sprout, one Brussels sprout, and I would immediately start belching and burping it up. My stomach would immediately go to like what I would consider a toxic level of, uh-oh, like we're gonna have an issue here from one Brussels sprout. And so I'm like, okay, maybe it was just a bad Brussels. So I tried it again, same thing, tried it again, same thing. And then the same thing started happening with, with other vegetables like broccoli, like, a, like um, cauliflower. And then I started noticing like, okay, what's the situation? And so when I removed those, right? And this is my lifestyle, guys, this is my plan, but you gotta be listening to your body. Some of you guys are eating these same foods and they're punching you in the face every time, but you continue to eat them because somebody said you had to. I'm here to say you don't. So Jay, how do you get your greens? So here's what I do. Not a sales pitch. Don't buy this product. I create, I have a supplement line. You guys, most of you guys know that. I have five products in that supplement line and those supplements that I've created are for me. I made them because I need them. I like them. I want to use them. And so when I started figuring this out about me and vegetables and me and fruits, I said, well, okay, bud, why do you eat vegetables and fruits anyway? 
And I said, well, because I want the vitamins and the minerals and the micronutrients and the macronutrients and, and all of the goodness that comes from fruits and veggies. And then I said, okay, well, how can we get that? And I said, well, what if we go to our nutritional manufacturer? We said, hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. And so I created an elite, it's called Thrive Elite Greens. So it's 12 servings, roughly 12 to 14 servings, depending on your scoop size, of the nutrients that you get from fruits and vegetables in one easy to consume drinkable product. And I'll have one to two servings of that every day. So I'm getting my nutrients. I'm getting the vitamins and the minerals and all of those things. I'm just not going through the pain of having to consume those products, kale, broccoli, asparagus, and all of those things because of the gastrointestinal issues that it gives me. So with my elite greens, when all of the defense chemicals have been removed, then I can enjoy the, the, the greens product and not have to have the pain and inflammation that comes along with me eating like somebody told me I had to eat. And again, I'm telling you guys this because this is my journey. And I'm, I'm suggesting that you find your journey. You find what works for you. And so I'm a fasted keto carnivore who likes cocktails, right? Most people in the nutritional world, guys, let me tell you it again. I own a fitness studio. I am a transformational weight loss, wellness, and lifestyle optimization coach. I own a nutritional supplement line. If you know anything about me, I teach and preach from the highest rafters about being healthy and fit and longevity and taking care of yourself and disease prevention. No more diabetes, no more obesity. Let's crush it and kill it. That's what I do on a daily basis. I've written books about it. I have a podcast about it. I'm all about it. But I also love cocktails and I've been open and honest about that. I'll have wine, I'll have champagne, I'll have a vodka soda. Like I'm not averse to not having fun in my life, right? I eat whatever I want when I want. And somebody like, well, what do you mean? You just told us what you eat. Let me give an example. Last weekend, Lori and I were in Las Vegas. Yeah, we go to Las Vegas a lot. You know why? They have great food there. So when I go to Las Vegas, I'll eat things I normally don't eat. I had two pieces of pizza last, last weekend, two pieces. Loved it. It was delicious. I don't eat bread. Pizza has bread. I don't eat cheese. Pizza has cheese. I try to avoid like greasy, weird stuff. It was greasy. Guess what? I enjoyed the shit out of it. And guess what happened? Nothing. I got a little bit of a rumbly belly, but I'm like, hey, man, that's pretty damn good. But would I eat it on the daily? No, I wouldn't because I understand what my lifestyle goals are. But I'm telling you this to show you that I can eat anything, anytime, anyplace, anywhere that I want because I've created a lifestyle that affords that. And so let's get to numbers. Let's talk about numbers. Like I said, I'll be 48 years old in October. I know some of you guys are tired of hearing about how old I am. I only bring it up a lot because I'm getting confused on it. When I look at myself, I'm like, you are a 24-year-old youngster. You got your whole life ahead of you. And then something reminds me that that's not true, right? So I'm 48 in October. I've got my in-body test right here, 168 pounds, not too bad, not too shabby, 8.4% body fat. If you're watching on, let me try to get this close enough to the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to show you the test, right? So I'm going to see if you can see it, 8.4 right there, body fat, 8.4, right? It's got my name, well, of course it has my name on it, I filled it in, but let me show you this because somebody's going to be like, that, that's not you, bro. Like you just found that on the internet. 
Telling you, 8.4% body fat. That's pretty low, guys. Healthy, fit, my blood numbers are amazing. I'm 168, 170 pounds. That's pretty low, right? That's, 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 and, and I'm doing it with a lifestyle that is comprised of intermittent fasting. My fasting window is between, I eat about 11 to 12 o'clock every day, and I stop eating around five or six every day. Now, if I go out, if there's a partay, if Lori wants to go to a later dinner, then all I do is I push my window back a little bit, and I'll open my window for eating at one o'clock, and then I'll have food from one to eight, and it doesn't change anything, or I might go crazy. I might say, listen, I'm hungry at 11. I'm going to open it at 11, and I'm going to eat till eight. So I'm not rigid. I'm not strict. It doesn't have to be. It's not all or nothing. So I'm also flexible. And as you can tell, I'm fun. So I'm fasted, flexible, keto, carnivore. I love cocktails. I love to have fun. 8.4% body fat. Almost 50 years old. I'd show you my abs, but it would do two things. It'd piss half of you off and the other half of don't even know. I've never been more fit in my life. And it wasn't because I did something somebody else told me that I had to do. It was because I was willing to keep searching and keep looking until I found what worked for me. And I, I knew this as well. I was going to have to do it a little longer than five minutes. I was going to have to do it a little longer than six weeks. I was going to have to do it a little longer. And when I finally found it and figured it out, it's been a game changer ever since. I mentioned earlier that I was at one point in my life obese. When I played college football, guys, I'm about five. Listen, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you I'm 5'10". If you measure, I'm probably going to be closer to five nine and a half. I know, disappointing. But 225 pounds, five nine and a half, 19 years old. Look at a height and weight chart. And it would tell you, this guy's obese. I wasn't obese. At that time in my life, I was kind of built like a pissed off silverback gorilla, like no neck, monstrous, muscular legs, um, pretty gnarly to look back and see a picture of me then. Um, but I would have been obese, right? And so that's why I don't really get, I don't really play a lot in the, in the world of, of what the scale says. And as a transformational weight loss coach, I kind of have to because it's a metric that most people are addicted to. But I wouldn't have known that I weighed 168 pounds unless I got on this in-body um, scale because I don't look at that. I, I look at, I'm a visual person. I can look and see where I'm at, how my clothes fit, how my body feels, how I'm recovering, the whole nine yards. But I've only been able to do this because I've gotten really in touch and in tune with my body. And I, and I you know, people use the phrase like, listen to your body. Here's the truth. Most of our bodies have been lined us for like 20, 30, 40 years. So listen to our body has kind of become this catchphrase of like, I don't really feel like doing shit. Or I'd really like to eat a hamburger and French fries and my body's kind of craving that. So I'm going to do it. Or chocolate cake and bubble baths. Or here's what listening to your body and self-care really is, guys. It's truth, right? I'm just going to give you some factual truth now. Listening to your body and self-care is understanding what is going to benefit you long-term, right? You have to listen for the long-term. And most people will use it when they say, well, I'm sore, so I'm going to listen to my body and not do anything. Well, 
Conventional wisdom will tell you this and factual science will tell you this. If you're sore, the best thing you can do is move your body to become unsore. Actually being sedentary makes the soreness worse. So listening to your body because you're sore and tired is actually counterintuitive, right? You see what I'm saying? So we've got to kind of drop that as, a, as an excuse to not do the things we know that we're supposed to do, right? And so you have to understand that you need to build the life. So I'm going to get back on, I, I guess, you know me, I go tangent. I'll go off on a tangent. You have to get back on the quest for the lifestyle that works for you, right? And I've got a lot of things in there, right? Like fasted, flexible. I threw didn't put flexible in the title. Fasted, flexible, keto, carnivore, cocktails, fun. Homeboy ate some pizza. Like, who is this crazy person? I'm someone who's figured it out. But that's just it. I figured it out. I cracked the code for me. And I help people crack the code for them. Most of the time, a new client will come into me and they'll say, Jay, tell me exactly what they eat and I'm going to do it. Okay, we can, we can start there. But we've got to, we got to, we got to have some flex in there. Or we have to have some flexibility in there to figure out what you're willing to do first and foremost. And see, here's the thing about me. I'm willing to do pretty much anything and everything to be healthy and fit and feel good and, and look good from, a, from just an aesthetics perspective and in all those things, right? I'm willing to do anything and everything not to have pain and inflammation. I'm willing to do anything and everything to be the best version of myself that there is. Some people aren't willing to do anything and everything. And so for me to tell you, do what I say to do, is probably the most counterintuitive thing on the planet. You know, it's like Lori says, she's like, you, you're a bit of a psychopath, right? And you're not gonna find many psychopaths that are gonna do exactly what you're willing to do. And I said, I agree with you 100%, nor would I even prescribe that most people do what I do from a workout perspective, from an eating perspective, just from a, a lifestyle belief perspective. It's not for everybody. And so what I do when a client comes to me is I say, hey, let's, let's work together, right? And let's figure out what it is that's going to benefit you long-term, right? Because there's no sense in doing something short-term, losing a little bit of weight, stopping it, gaining that weight back and creating that, that disruption in your body. So let's figure out a lifestyle program. Now you've ever heard me speak. I don't, I never use the D word. And so my lifestyle plan is kind of what I've described to you. So let's figure out your lifestyle plan. What are you willing to do? Some people aren't willing to give up sugary carbohydrates. And so what we've got to do, what you've got to do is you've got to figure out how, like, listen, I'm not willing to give up a cocktail. I'm not willing to give up enjoying a glass of wine at, in the evenings after Lori gets home from work and chatting about her day. I'm not going to give that up. And guess what? I don't have to. I'm 168 pounds, 8.4% body fat. I don't have to because I've created a lifestyle that allows it. But if I was 268 pounds and 58.4% body fat, then that wouldn't be in a lifestyle that allowed that. That would be in a lifestyle that I had to make some modifications for, right? And so what you need to understand is like where you are is where you need to be. And that's where you have to start. And you're going to start somewhere and you're going to modify and change as you grow and go into the person, the physical body, the, the mental, the emotional body that you need to be in. And then you're going to have more allowances because I don't believe in deprivation or starvation. But I do believe that you're going to have to do some challenging things to get to the places and spaces that you want to get to. 
it's not just going to be in a week or two weeks or three weeks or six weeks. Like I've got a ton of clients that have lost well over a hundred pounds. And guess what? They're still on the journey because they understand that now they can't go back to where they were. They've got to create a new version of who they are in a lifestyle program and plan. And that's really what we do. We're just consistently modifying and growing. Like I'm not going to be the same version of me next week or even tomorrow than I am today as I'm recording this. And when I know that when I know that a modification needs to be made, I'm willing, where it goes back to that, what am I willing to do? I'm willing to listen. It would be like this. If I started, if I started eating avocado and it started disrupting my stomach, started making me feel bad, I started getting inflammation. I'm willing to, I'm willing to excommunicate it from my life at a moment's notice, even though I love it. I love steak. If I started eating, if I, if I eat steak and I started having problems, gastrointestinal, inflammation, blood didn't look good, something was wrong, I'd excommunicate it from my life at a moment's notice. Because that's what I'm willing to do. Because remember, my thing is I'm willing to do anything and everything that it takes to be healthy, fit, feel good, right? Feel good, look good, think well, sleep well, be happy. I'm willing to do anything to get to those places. So you've got to decide what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do, right? And that's where it all starts. Because if you're unwilling, it doesn't matter who is guiding you. If they're giving you ideas and strategies and tools and techniques that you're unwilling to execute on, well, then it's a waste of everybody's time. And so the first question I ask my clients is, what are you willing to do? Right? Seriously, what are you willing to do? And we'll work around that. Because until we know what we're working around, we're just throwing darts at the wall and hoping they stick. And that's not a way, that's not a way to go through life. Let's get strategic about it. Let's communicate about it. Let's have a process and a plan. And this is go back to me. That's how I got to be a fast and flexible keto carnivore who loves cocktails and fun. And I'm here to tell you this because you don't need to listen to anybody who tells you that it's only one way. There's no such thing as that. There's no such thing as only one way. You can take a little bit of everybody's ideas and incorporate them into, onto your plate and create a lifestyle that works for you. And that includes me. I'm gonna give you ideas and strategies and things that have worked for me. But if you try it and it doesn't, then guess what? We just need to figure out, we'll take a little bit of this out and we'll add a little bit of this in. And eventually we'll create your perfect lifestyle program. Because it took me a long time to figure out mine. So you're not gonna figure out yours in a day or in a week or in a month. But as long as you're willing and you want to be healthy, fit and happy and abundant and love life, it's gonna be worth it. I just want you to win. And I want you to know that there's more than one way to win. Right? It doesn't have to be my way. It doesn't have to be their way, his way, her way. And here's the thing what I want you to, to understand. When you look at, if you listen to last week's podcast, you're going to hear a lot about clinical studies and clinical data and things of that nature. Well, when I went and looked back at that, right, and these are one of the things that I get a little bit um, miffed by, is when, without full transparency, right, like I'm willing to be fully transparent with you. I'm willing to show you my numbers. I'm willing to show you my blood. I'm willing to tell you that I used to be fat. I'm willing to, I'm willing to, I'll, I'll, the, the curtains have been opened and I'm not willing to BS you. I just told you not to buy my elite greens. Don't buy them. 
right? If you like eating collie and cauliflower, I was going to say collie something, I don't even know, cauliflower, broccoli, asparagus, kale, spinach, if you like eating those things, don't, you don't need it. Don't eat it, right? I'm not trying to sell you anything. But when I have somebody on and they, and they won't answer questions and they go back to data and they say, well, this clinical data. And then when I go look and I look who paid for the clinical data and it's the company who's selling the product, well, that, that alarms me, right? Especially when I ask a lot of questions around that that could have been answered without relating it back to what they're trying to pitch. It's kind of like this. If I said, hey guys, I'm the number one podcaster in the world. And then you guys went and looked at the, the ratings for that. And the only people that got surveyed were my mom and Lori. And we had to throw Lori's vote out because she's not willing to lie. And it was just my mom. And she said, well, that's my son. Of course, he's the number one podcaster in the world. Right? You see what I'm saying? It's kind of biased and kind of BS. So that's what you kind of got to look for when you're looking at all of these ideas and all of these people throwing all this marketing stuff at you, keto, paleo, um, you know, anything and everything, right? The pills, the potions and the lotions, you got to ask your questions like why and where, like, why is this? Like, why is this, why is this necessary? Why is this being prescribed? And I use the word prescribed. Why is this being offered? Why is this being pitched? Why am I being sold this? And then where does it come from? Like, where does the backing and the science and the data and the, the ideas, like today I started this podcast very simply and said, I'm going to tell you what has worked for me, right? That's irrefutable because I'm not, I'm not telling you that there's scientific data. I'm not telling you that I've studied 17,000 patients on this. I'm not telling you any of that. I'm saying today, this is the lifestyle process and program that works for me. And my encouragement is that you find the one that works for you and that you not be manipulated along the way by someone trying to sell you something or someone even trying to sell you an idea that eventually sells you into something. Because if we really think about it, if you think about it from this perspective, wellness, fitness, nutrition, right? From all those perspectives to get to a healthy body should be free. Within respects, right? I mean, yes, we have to pay for food. Um, and yes, if we, if, we, if we go to a gym or we even have dumbbells at home or we have a treadmill or we have whatever it is and we have tennis shoes and we have all those things outside of those costs. But it should really be free to be fit, right? Now you're saying, well, Jay, well, then why do you have a, a transformational human optimization lifestyle weight loss program? Well, it's because I understand that people need support right? They need support and they need accountability and they need, because we're, we're tribal, we're, we're tribal pack animals. And I understand that sometimes it's challenging to do things on your own. It's why I have coaches and mentors. It's why I surround myself with people that are, that are doing the things that I want to do. So that's why I have the Thrive Forever Fit program. That's why I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. But I'm not trying to sell you into, a, into anything. Like you'll very rarely hear me pitch my supplements, which is stupid on my part, right? Because they're the cleanest, purest, best tasting, healthiest nutritional supplements on the planet. But I don't want you to feel like you're being sold to all the time. I want you to understand that your decisions away from being healthy and fit. And all nutritional supplements are, are nutritional insurance policies, right? They're not even necessary. 
like I said, don't buy my Thrive Elite Greens if you enjoy eating kale and broccoli and spinach and all those things. I don't. I don't like. I don't want. I don't want to eat kale. I don't want to eat broccoli. I don't want to eat asparagus. I don't. So I created a product so I don't have to. Right. So that's who it's for. It's for people who don't want it. People who are like me that don't want to eat it. So if you're like me, it's for you. But if you're not like me, then it's not for you. Right? See, that's that's simple. That's transparent. That's honest. I could easily say, well, everybody needs, even if you're eating all these fruits and veggies, you should probably still take my elite greens because it's the, I could come up with some kind of BS bullshit marketing. I could, but I won't. I never have. I never will. Like, I'm always going to be honest and transparent with you. That's why this show is here. That's why I'm here. Because we, we're, we're in like a $5 trillion wellness and weight loss and, and fitness and nutrition industry. And we've never been more unhealthy. Right? We've never been more out of shape, more overweight, more overwhelmed, more confused. And that's why I did this podcast today, because it is confusing. And sometimes I even get confused. It's like I had to go back and listen to yesterday's podcast. And I was like, wait a minute. Why didn't you just answer that? Like, why, why did it have to circle back around? Like, why did it have to be a, a smoke show? You know, I get irritated. I get pissed. So I can only imagine how irritated and pissed you are. But I'm here to tell you, there's a way out. You just, you just focus on you. Focus on work, what, what works for you and understand that it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what he, she, he thinks, she thinks, they think. It matters what you're willing to do and what you think. What works for you? That's it. I appreciate you. Love you. Grateful for you. Like I say, I don't even know why you guys listen to this podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. Right? I'm just a dude who gives a shit. That's on my business card. I care about people. I want people to win. I want people to have success. Most importantly, I want people to be happy. I want people to be, I want people to be happy and in love with life. Because that's what I am. And I know what it feels like. And I just, I want that for you. I want that for everybody. And so be awesome to yourself. Be awesome to each other. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Hey, before you go, I'd just like to say thank you again for listening to the Thrive Forever Fit podcast and watching on YouTube. It means the absolute world to me. And if you would, if you would do me one favor, and that is simply subscribe and review this podcast on whatever platform it is that you enjoy it on, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter. I would absolutely be so grateful and so thankful if you do that for me. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you again next week with an awesome, awesome episode. Bye.